Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Oh, boy, James. Well, Tom Petty died. Okay. So You heard it here, folks. <laughs> uh, four hours after we, we completed the show, they, uh, they announced that he finally died. What I the, wanted what? to wake up and have him be alive. So did I. And then, then he wasn't. And then I've had this weird feeling all day long where, like, TMZ... Just kind of like shit on Tom Petty altogether, where it was like they, they announced that he died, but he wasn't really dead. And it was like, why couldn't he have died on his own terms? And then, you know, because then afterwards they announced like, oh, uh, you know, a manager confirmed it. His manager, his longtime manager confirmed his death tonight mm-hmm. to TMZ. And it was like, well, cool, because you kind of killed him like, you know, 15 hours ago to the world. So, yeah. Um, the other- now you want to be like. The other weird thing was like people started taking back their tweets about him. What so, do you mean? <laughs> like uh, that Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. That guy from fucking Hamilton. Um, everyone knows him. Yeah, <laughs> no, just boy. Not everyone knows him, actually. Uh, he like a bunch of people would put up tweets of like, oh, no, I, I fear that I've tweeted out too soon that he's dead. No, he's not dead. I apologize. I hope he comes back to life. Like all of this shit. And was yeah. like, when I thought about it, it was literally all because of TMZ. Oh, yeah. All of it. Because they were the first ones to report that. Um, I saw a tweet that was like, Tom Petty may not be dead, but journalism definitely is. Uh, well, journalism died a long time ago. Right. But uh, a long time ago. Gosh. Um, that was a roller coaster, wasn't it? Yeah. It was I, a roller coaster of emotion. It hit me kind of hard today. I don't know. I listened to Tom Petty all day today when I, when I wrote today. It just made me be like, you know, because people slept on him so much, because people were just like, oh, it's Tom Petty. Like, yep. he never has a bad song and he's just always going to be around. Like, it's just Tom Petty. We don't need to like 
praise him all the time or like talk about Tom Petty as one of the fucking greats. Like he just is, right? I, you know, I thought about it today because I listened to uh, his his XM station, his serious XM station, on the way in and out of work, and they had a call in show mm-hmm. where anybody could call in and give your favorite memories live on air, and people were waiting on hold for hours. And they, they really try not to cut anybody. And um, it was one of those things where, to me, the gist of it that I got was he died young. He seemed older than he was. And his hits had gone for fucking almost 40 years yeah. at this point. Right. Um, fuck, no, not almost. They had 41 years to be exact. Uh, they, the band first hit was in 1976. And I, it's one of those artists, I think, that everyone took for granted over the years because he was just always popping up with hits and you were like, ah, it's Tom Petty, you know, fuck. Um, and there's a, there's a couple other artists that I do that with where, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. They just kind of pop up with some hits on an album that's weird and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. God damn it, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are, are awesome. Like that, that mm. James Corden, I watched, watched the James Corden car karaoke thing. Oh, I think they're cool. I just haven't loved all of Red Hot Chili Go, Peppers. So, so just I'm, saying, I, just saying. I'm with you on this. Okay. A- until uh, Matt, Matt, my buddy Matt was actually the one who made me sit down and watch the, the James Corden car karaoke with him. And it was like, I don't know, 18 minutes or something. And it was like, oh shit, the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a lot of goddamn hits. And I forgot. And then, like, they didn't. Yeah, that's true. And then they that's didn't true. play some of the ones that were my favorites. And it was the same way with Tom Petty, where it was just like, you know, today I, I just put it on Spotify and let it roll from the first album as far as it could get. And then I got all the way up to, uh, by the end of the day, to the Wildflowers album. And I knew that album came out in 94. I knew every song on that mm-hmm. front to back. And they were, I mean, that was a, a flawless album. And if you look at it, I was 20 years later and he was pumping out flawless albums. And you were like, Jesus Christ. I, a lot of people slept on Tom Petty. Yeah. Um, and then the, the people who called in today... Uh, the, the, the big ones like Cameron Crow, Cameron Crow called in mm-hmm. and just, y- y- that was the first time I actually realized like, like how important Cameron Crow was to music and how much he was really oh, into God. music where, yeah. I mean, he launched into a diatribe about Tom Petty that was just eloquent and perfect and like just so Cameron Crow where you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, I didn't know you spoke like that either. Um, in long sentences and paragraphs, you know, like right. you forgot he was a rock journalist and the way he was speaking about Tom Petty was like, oh shit, that would have been like your favorite article you read about Tom, Tom Petty where you're like, fucking A, that was awesome. Right. Um, and then you had kids calling in who were, it was a 19 year old kid from uh, South Carolina. His name was Spencer. Uh, and I remember, <laughs> I remember his name. Uh, he, he'd called in and, and again, they had made people wait so like he was on hold for two hours to tell this story and he told the story about how he grew up with his father always playing tom petty and that's how he got into tom petty as a kid and he was always on the car or whatever and uh but he goes you know i walked around my college campus today nobody said a fucking word about tom petty right and he goes uh and that the I don't know who was doing the the curating on that station, but was like, "Hey, why do you think that? Why do you think that's the thing?" And he goes, "I don't know, man." He goes, "I think people just sleep on Tom Petty and they don't know." And he goes, "Sad thing is, like everybody my age, 
like this kid was way beyond his years. You know, he was talking. Right. He was just like, <laughs> he goes, the sad thing is everybody in my age demographic, he goes, they don't really know who Tom Petty is. And I was thinking about it and I was like, shit, maybe he's right. Like, I, what was, I, I think that that Wildflowers album was probably like their last like gigantic album. Yeah. Um, I know they've put out, I know he's put out him and the Heartbreakers, of, that's why I say they, but they've put out albums since, but nothing of that magnitude. And with the, the death of music videos, except for YouTube, you know, he, he used to make a lot of awesome music videos that, you know, you don't necessarily get to see out of artists these days. And, uh, I, I certainly haven't flipped on a Tom Petty music video in a while. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a, a, a weird day, but but I it you know it also made me go back and listen to all of his music and and reappreciate it and um, yeah uh, look he's certainly one of the greatest. To me, it was like again I don't know why, but it like hit me like uh losing like a friend that you like keep meaning to call. Yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. Just don't call him. Or, like, it made me think of my dad because, like, my dad, like, is an, you know, that's an imprint of Tom Petty, like, listening to Tom Petty. Sure. My dad and uncle and stuff like that. So, it was something, like, I don't know, it was, like, really, like, hit me really hard today because of that. Because it just made me be, like, fuck, like, why didn't I see him? Why didn't I put, I I don't know. It was, like, that. and it it was a family member. Yeah, Yeah, and it went, like, really deep. Into like, I need to call my dad. I need to like call these friends that Did like you call I your keep dad today? being like, no. Why not? You know, I was busy, and then I was like, I'll call him tomorrow. You know, like I'm gonna call him tomorrow, and like I, f- I need to call him actually after we yeah, are done you with this call him tonight. podcast. It's, it's he's on West Coast. He'll be up. He'll be up. I just need to be like, what's up, Dad? Did he text you like, hey, Tom Betty died? No. Huh. No. Huh. But my dad's not like that. You know? You think he knows? He definitely knows. (laughs) But he found out, like, I don't even know how he found out, you guys. Like, it would have to be, like, he was out and, like, somebody told him that he was, like, working on their house or something. Like, it definitely wouldn't be a tweet. Somebody handed him a joint and just said, hey, man, Tom Petty died. He reads the news, so. Tom Petty died, man. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Someone handed him a joint and they're like, what's this for? It's like, Tom Petty. And he's like, cool, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> no he'd be like dang that's crazy yeah that's crazy for sure it is crazy you should go on the yankees games on tonight too yeah you should give him a jangle you yeah. should give him a jangle I'll be like are you watching it no oh, we're, we're we, look we're gonna do sponsors and then uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about some listener stuff mm. some of our listeners sent in a bunch of things um we're gonna go we're gonna go over all our gifts and goodies that we got Ooh. and uh some people have submitted like some weird questions and theories and shit and uh, look, we get a lot of messages. So, sometimes we don't get the chance to to write everybody back. Mm-hmm. So I'll answer these. We'll just answer some of these live on air. Um, okay. Because there, some are some are cool, some are weird, and uh, we'll, we'll just dive into them. Fuck it. Uh, but first and foremost, we got we got straightrazors.com. Okay, there it is. No. I liked that. Yeah. That's your shaving noise? It sounded like slicing of a throat, wow. didn't it? Yeah, it was really good. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Straightrazors.com is the premier shaving kit in the whole goddamn biz. 
Um, it's look, it's the classiest fucking shaving kit you'll ever have in your life. They've all they also sell every they've got everything there. They've got mustache waxes, they've got beard oils, beard shampoos, conditioners. Uh, they've got the number one ranked aftershave in the world, the number one ranked cologne in the world. Anything you need for a man's face, you can go to straightrazors.com and get it. I use this shit every fucking day. Um, try out their smolder. Try out I, I have had this challenge and no one has shot me down yet. No, because it's that good. I know. No, no one has ever not said to me, Ross, that fucking smolder aftershave isn't the fucking jam. Um, try, try out one of those. And if you're nervous about trying the straight razor, they got a safety razor that you can get. Uh, and you can shave the fuck up. I, that's how I'm looking so so baby smooth these days. Go to straightrazors.com. Support the show. Grab a product or, or two, will you? Uh, the, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Again, that's straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we've got ledbyiron.com. Yeah. Yeah, pump those weights. Yeah, pump it. I'm uh, pumping it. Uh. Man, you getting a good pump in? Huh? <laughs> you getting We're a good only saying this because in? they have a good sense of humor uh, over yeah, at they're, uh, they're, Lead they're Byron. They're great over there. They're sweet. Um, they're fucking awesome. No, but somebody said that to me today. What? Somebody said I got, I was wearing I was actually wearing that Lead by Iron shirt. Um Get up the gym. Yeah, the, the 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 blue one. Um they didn't say anything about my shirt, but they were like, "Hey, some guy was like, "You getting a good pump in?" I was just like, it was an older guy, you know? Yeah, but that was code 60s. for, like, meet me. Meet me in the bathroom. Yep. Like, he wanted his dick sucked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So oh, like, everybody knows that, dude. Yeah. So it was like a, like a 60s guy. You know what he reminded me of? Uh, fuck. Who's the Brad Garrett, the tall guy on uh, Everybody Loves, Loves Raymond? Was he just trying to talk and be friends and you were a fucking dick to him? No, I was not a dick to okay. him. I, t- I talked to him, but I don't like talking to people at the gym. I know, me either. Uh, but I think he liked my shirt is the, is the point of this story. Uh, I think he saw the shirt and was just like, yo, there's a fucking cool guy who I can right? hang out with. Yeah. Fucking talk shop about pumping weights. I mean, you did have a shirt on that like had like... It's like a skull and crossbone with a yeah 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 like a be- what is it weight it's, it's two barbells yeah yeah pe- pe- it's, so it's definitely a workout like, shirt like, yeah yeah and, and I'm a like I'm a big guy so maybe he thought like oh shit man this is you know I can really talk shop with this guy yeah let's see what let's see what kind of uh, yeah and I just, just want to be like hey man no I just have a fucking cool shirt on like. I'm not. I'm not as big as you think I am. I just have a really fucking cool shirt on. That's Got all there him. is. Got um, and I was like, "Look, you, you can go to leadbyiron.com. Get a fucking t-shirt, bro. Um, then you can put this on. Then you don't have to chat with me during your workout. You then we can to, be you, twins. You say we can be twins. twins. You don't have to ask me if I'm getting a, a good pump on. Um, which it, it really is code for like, hey, let me suck your dick in the bathroom. Well, yeah, I yeah. know. I know, I know, but maybe he didn't know. Nah, Do you know what I mean? Know. He didn't know. Uh, but go to Led by Iron uh, Apparel. It's, it's fuck, man. Ledbyiron.com. It's functional fitness apparel. I mean, it's not baggy. It's not shitty. Uh, the clothes are great. The fucking tees are tri-blend. Uh, the ladies' tees are actually made for ladies, which is a fucking shocker. Um, did he ever hit you up and say his wife, wife designed those tees? No. Those tank tops? No. She I had to have, I think. I think so. I'm still leaning on Yeah, I I follow both of them, like, their personal pages. Yeah. 
And um, for sure, I think she did. Yeah, I, I, so that's what I think. But it, he seems cool too, so it's like I don't know. Uh, the the, Maybe the he women's just clothes fit so up. well, though. Yeah. I think a woman designed it. They're great. I'm pretty sure. Big they fan. Were like, big fan of their hats. Big fan of their t-shirts. Uh, all and also they are all first responder owned, um, and that's huge. They've yeah. got a they've got a sweet shirt that's a thin blue line shirt. Uh, they've got another one that's a that's a thin red line shirt. And uh, big big fan of ledbyiron.com. Uh, go to ledbyiron.com. Type in the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off at ledbyiron.com. Again, that's Revolution for twenty percent off at ledbyiron.com. Big fan of their apparel. Last but not least, we get Strikeforceenergy.com. As per usual, per usual, uh, they're blowing up the sesh. They're the uh, they're one of the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouches full of energy that you will ever have in your entire life. It'll be like. Making a baby all over again. A lot of people have said that. Really? Yeah. A lot of people have said that. They're like, man. Making it. Yeah. When I when I drink Strike Force, it's like I'm making a baby all over again. I was like, you're goddamn right it is. It's that excitement. I, I think ripping open the silver package is like ripping open your first condom. You know? Where you're just oh, like, oh. Okay. So you're, you're nervous. Not, so you're so nervous you're actually, about it. Yeah. So you're actually not making a baby. Well, you know, you, 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 you could be. You know, but uh, if it breaks, yeah, this is a weird. Yeah. This is you're going down a weird. If you confusing it, roller coaster right now, and you, I need you to check yourself. If you're real nervous, you rip open that package and it squirts out just like the Strike Force energy, and you're like, oh, you're looking for the condom on the floor, and you're like, fuck it, I don't need it tonight. You know, all right, I don't there need you go. it tonight. Okay, uh, and that's the same with StrikeForceEnergy.com. Once you put that energy in your drink, you're gonna look at Red Bull from across the bar and say, I don't need that tonight. You're gonna look at Kickstart and say. I don't need that tonight. Right. You're gonna look at Monster and say, "Hey, stuff that up your fucking balloon knot." I don't need that tonight. Wow. We're keystring that. We're keystring that, and we're fucking moving on with our life. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. It's an to aggressive it. ad. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, I was a Get roller coaster a of emotion. <laughs> Um, they have Get a yourself a prescription. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm on a lot of it tonight. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Pop a stitch, James. Oh. Pop a stitch. Now, what does that mean? Um, I don't know. God. I don't know. You know, you're so excited, you're going to pop a stitch. Pop a st- I don't. I hope you don't <laughs> mean what I think you're... Probably. Talk good. Oh, pop a stitch. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Sorry, Strikeforce. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut all that out. Don't worry. I'm not sorry, Strikeforce. <laughs> yeah. We're leaving all of it. We're leave leaving it. all of it. In. Leave it. Yeah, we're leaving the whole fucking thing. The whole thing. thing. Okay. Um, Listen. We got some awesome goodies. We got some awesome we goodies did. from the P.O. Box. Uh, I put I posted one of them. I got a I got a, some dope ass IPA from Blake Haney. Oh, you were I, loving it. I drank the shit out of it. It was all fucking. It's all gone. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know. I you drank, were like I drank all of it. tipping it back and like letting it drip on yeah. your tongue. Oh, so good. <laughs> so well, here's the thing. It's fall is here, right? So when fall is here, I feel like it's fucking beer season. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking sausage season. Sure. Um, it's it's throw it's throw a, a few extra lbs on the old frame um, because it's eating season, 
uh, I like to have uh, like the Halloween's coming up. The candy's already out. We're buying it for the for, for the child and things like that. Sure. Cookies, candy, all that shit. And it's just like, oh, that that yeah. that's there. Then you're boom. You're gonna roll into uh, November, which uh. is obviously the big dog Thanksgiving. And then uh, after that, you're going to slide on into Xmas and then New Year's. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> um, everything I did throughout the year was a waste of time because now I'm, I'm obese again. Yeah. Yeah. And uncomfortable and full constantly. So when I got that full, full beer, uh, I, th- I believe it was a Thursday night game that I just started pounding. That. It was. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you, dude. I'm, I'm drinking this. And uh, I got loose, so I wanted to, I wanted to thank uh, Blake Haney for that. Uh, it's really rare that you get like beer, beer yeah. from someone that oh, you're yeah. like. I was like, "Do you like it?" You're like, "Dude, it's really fucking good." Yeah, so awesome and the, the, stuff. Dude, the scissor beer that somebody sent me a while back really was good, fucking rad. Um, um, and then the other person, Ryan Piper, Piper, fuck, sent so much stuff like. I want to. I want to get into all of it because we got, dude. I mean, those dang. we got. We got. We got uh, chips. Yeah, they were Sturzings. Sturzings. Never heard of them. Hadn't either, but I liked them. But now I need to have them all the time. You know what they reminded me of is? Uh, did you ever have those potato sticks as a child? Yes. So if you flattened them out into a chip version, that's yeah. what they reminded me of. Really yeah. good. Super greasy. And he told me he was like, "Dude, they're super greasy, but they're so good." Why does everything taste better with grease like that? Because your body, it's just, it's a, it's a Fuck me, man. thing. But so he also sent, with these chips, he sent a homemade applesauce. Yeah. From uh, his which grandmother's was, kitchen, which. Was delightful. To me, it's just like, are you kidding me? I know. Like, that's what we get sent. It's amazing. And amazing. 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 Endearing. I love it. He said, if you, if you dip the chips in the applesauce, I know it's weird. No, that's actually a thing, by the way. And a lot of people do it. Now I know it is. Yeah. Now I know it is. Yep. I was always like, oh, weird. You know, when people like stick fries in the frosties and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, you're dumb. This was good. Fries and sandwiches is also big in Pennsylvania. Okay. Penn State. I, I forget where I was in Penn State, but that was the first time I had French. Somebody put French fries on the sandwich, and I was like, those big, thick cut fries, and I was like, God damn, this That's is good. That's the way. I know. That's the way. Um. You got some wine too. Yes, it's mead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, a couple bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. We tried a little bit of it, but I'm like not really sure how to approach it. Mr. Piper's the But the, I'm into it. Mr. Piper, you you were appreciated and you, you were appreciated. loved. appreciated. He also, you guys, is kind of working on a drinking game. Yeah, a drinking game for the Like it's a lo- it's loose. He's kind of like up, you know, uh, open to an you know interpretation, sug- yeah. It's still yes, out there. and suggestions. Do you know still what I mean? If people there. kind of want to refine this and make it into a drinking game, but I thought it was pretty funny. So drink every time Ross says, "Hey man," <laughs> I mean, "Hey man," "Hey man," yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, anytime Javels does a noise, so whoa, boy, you're gonna be you're hammered gonna be- within the first fifteen <laughs> minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, every time Ross. Uh, shouts someone out but does not give an actual name. Oh yeah, like a celebrity, like a celebrity, like a story. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm not going to talk about this. Not going to talk about it, and then I yeah. ask you to like mouth it on yeah. the other side, yeah. which I actually like. Anytime Jable sings, <laughs> you sing a lot, actually. I do, which I didn't notice. Yeah, but it's just you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a jolly gal. Um, anytime. Uh, <laughs> 
anytime Ross mentions a new work coming out, book, movie, etc. Well, look, there's I a lot. I loved that yeah, one. That's a good one. Because it's every show. It's every show. Um, it is, but it's, it, it's also my everyday life. So, like, I'm constantly working on this shit. So, I, I guess, I, like, when I read it, he's totally right. And he's I do totally talk right. about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm constantly working on something every day. So, it's like, hey, here's what I'm fucking doing. Sure. Um, take a shot every time there's a crossover episode when you hear k crossover, which I like. Yeah, we've done a few of those. Take a shot for a Rostradamus prediction. Yes. Um, take a shot when Ross calls someone or guest is on and finish your drink when, uh, Ross releases a new song and revolutionary figure. You know, it's funny about the new song thing. I I wish because everybody loves those songs so much. And by, uh, by the way, Waffle House waitress, uh, Seacrest gave that a shot out the other day and, uh, the numbers jumped on it on Facebook. Somebody wrote into the show. I, I, I would love Mm -hmm. by the way to do. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, cra- it was craziest things that happened. They were t- I guess they were talking about craziest things that have happened in a Waffle House. Somebody called in and said that a, f- a fucking rap video had shot there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, crazy, right? Yeah. Uh. But but, but like they, he was like, oh, so he goes, they someone calls in was like, yeah, somebody like filmed a rap video at a at a Waffle House that I was at. Yeah. And um. I guess Seacrest or whoever he was with or whatever was like, all right, what is this? Are we looking this up? And they had somebody like looking it up or whatever. And they went to commercial and it kind of got like, well, we got, I, we got 15,000 more views yeah. on the video in like a day. So that was it. Um, I, I wish I had a, cause I like working with Christian a lot uh, yeah. from JT Machinima, He's awesome. uh, their YouTube channel. Um, I like working with him on music a lot. I wish that I could record more songs. Because uh, I enjoy him, and I know, I know everybody digs him, and I, the vid, look, the videos always do really well. I wish I could just fucking record like ninety of them. I, I just don't have the time. Perhaps coming up in the new year, because I've always said I wanted to drop a fucking album. Yeah. And we're 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 talking about on the drinking bros side of things doing a Christmas album, <laughs> uh, where we each record like three or four songs a piece. That's sweet. And then turn it in like a super drunk Christmas album, but. Uh, We'll, we'll see what, what happens with that next week. But uh, I would love to do more songs. So I was super stoked when he wrote that. Because that's one of the biggest things we hear is like, man, I wish you'd do more music. And I was like, fuck, I, I, I do too. Um, I fucking turned, did I tell you I turned down a rap album? No. Yeah, I turned down a rap album. Maybe, I, w- I would say it was eight, no, nine, it was nine years ago. I turned down a rap album after Booby Tassels and Tangerines and the other one, um, uh, Costner, Wild Turkey and Vicodin. Costner, Wild Turkey and Vicodin is probably my favorite. I, I like that, that one a lot. That you've ever done. I like that one a lot. Uh, that, so anyways, so good. Uh, a friend of mine was playing it at a, at a Hollywood party and a huge like executive at like Sony was like, hey. I, what is this? This is really fucking awesome. And my buddy was like, "Ah, oh, it's my it's my friend, and he does this like like for funny or die, and like you know it's comedy or whatever." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "No, man, I, I think this would be awesome if he did a full on rap CD like this, like a, a full thing." And they were like, "Would he be interested in taking a meeting?" So I got this call, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll take the meeting." Um, and I knew they were, I think they were working with like Britney Spears. I mean, it was huge at the time mm-hmm. and i sat i'd sat down and had like a serious conversation with them and it came down to 
Jamie Kennedy at the time had just done that Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. And he'd gotten a show on MTV that was documenting him putting out a rap album at the time. Like, and he was shopping it, telling his agents he was quitting acting and he was just going to focus on his music career. And people didn't know whether it was serious or not serious. And it, in my opinion, ruined his career, the show. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't know what the fuck he was doing and, and his reps dropped him and all this shit. And I, when I, as I was watching that was when I took this meeting and he was like, dude, it could be like this, oh. but like really good. Like, you know. Um, and you were like, let me not ruin my career. Yes. Yeah. And so I said no. And then a year later, a- wait, but then a year later, uh, Lonely Island came out on SNL. I know, but you can't know that Did all shit. That, I know. You can't know. I know, I know. But, so but, it's but always it, a, like Yeah, flip. yeah. It was one of those things where it was just like, fuck me. Uh, you couldn't help but laugh. You were just like, all right, fuck it. We're all just one decision away from like completely ruining it all, right? No, I mean, because look, I don't think that rap album would have helped me. It just would have been cool, like something cool. Um, and their turnaround time was fast. I can write pretty fast, but like they wanted, they wanted the, that album really fucking quick. And uh, I don't know. I, it, who knows? I don't think it would have helped my career. It wouldn't have, but it would have been cool to do. And I kind of wish I would have done it now looking back at it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I did get a fucking offer for, for to do it. And in advance. Like, fuck. Dang. Yeah. Wasn't anything crazy. Like, I want to say it was 20 or 30 grand or something like that. Like, nothing wild, but enough that it was just like, ah, uh, to you consider what, it. You know what I like about my level of fame? What's that? Which is real low. <laughs> really low. But you don't have to actually think like that. Like you can do whatever you want. Right, right. Because nothing's going to like ruin the career or like nothing's going to ruin the reputation that you don't have. Yet. Sure, sure, sure. So and I I've had that for a long time. So even after my first movie, it was like, hey, what the fuck? Do yeah. whatever. Do whatever you want. You're yeah. not famous. Yeah. You don't have to like think about your next move in that way. Just like do it all. And that's what I always did. Yeah. Do it all. Do do it all. And that, and that was, that's the right move. I think it is is. until Until you you get, until you get like super famous, then your decisions matter. But then you're going to have people tell you not to do stuff. If you don't have, one would think, but nobody told the rock and Kevin Hart not to do Jumanji. You know what I'm saying? So. And Baywatch. And then they go full circle to a next level of fame where they don't let people tell them not what to, what not to do. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. So it's like when you're coming up, it's kind of like, hey, I think you should do this and not do this, da, da, da. And then you get to a level where you're like, I'm going to do it. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> My life. Yeah. Yeah. As a, I don't know, man. It's Thinking about career and shit's a weird, it's a weird thing. Like if you get caught up in that and really start thinking about it, like... Like I have moments, like I had, I had a moment yesterday, I think, uh, you, you sit down and write and it's tedious and hard and you don't, you know, I don't know. Just, sometimes you're just fighting to get through the day Sure. And, and the hours are relatively long or whatever. And it was just like, man, I fucking feel like a loser. I feel like I haven't done anything. Right. No, I mean, for real, where I was like, I looked at this, you know, project and I was like, fuck man, I need to get this out. I feel like I haven't done anything. Like just a, like a fucking loser for some reason. Strange. Like seriously, and I've done like a gajillion things, and like I, I literally stared at this thing yesterday as if I had never done one thing before, and 
I had to get this goddamn thing out and that I had no, like I had nothing. Uh, it was weird. It's weird, but I go I go I go through things like that where I'm yeah, like, yeah, I can't be hearing that. I think it's because of I, I am one of those people who truly believes that like life is short, and I've always believed that. And like it's such a cliche saying, uh, and I feel fucking lame for saying it, but it's true. And then I, I guess partially it was it was probably the Tom Petty thing yesterday, where it was like. You know, fuck, boom, he's gone. And I just read that interview where he wanted to hang out with his granddaughter and wasn't going to tour that much anymore oh God, or whatever. I don't. Yes. And <laughs> don't. so when I read that and I was thinking about him yesterday and I was just like, you're, you're going through like all of his shit. Um, I don't know. There was just something. There's like days that it overcomes you where you're like, man, I haven't done anything. Let me add to that a little bit. Okay. Or let me see if I can help you. So I heard an interview with Guy Fieri. No, I can't. Who is my new illegitimate father? Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain is out. Wow. Bye. What what happened? What happened there? He's just fucking he's just an asshole. He's dude. a fucking dick. Yeah. He's a dick. Um, it actually stemmed from like a bit that this comedian does where he's just like, Do you know all these amazing things that Guy Fieri does? Like these like organizations that he has and donations that he makes and like what he you know, like I don't actually. Charities. I don't know anything about Fury. And I always make like, fun of Fury. Totally. He's just like this awesome normal dude who's been literally working in the restaurant business since he was nine. Okay. He opened a pretzel like little cart when he was nine years old and made enough money to like from there opened his first restaurant when he was like 21, 22, straight out of college, degree in hospitality, like has a... a a bunch of restaurants. He's just like a a good dude. And I heard this interview with him and I was just like What what was it on? It was um it was on, on a podcast? the Sporkful, yeah. Okay. It's on the Sporkful uh a food podcast. Um that did, Anthony did, Bourdain would probably never go on. Right, right. Right. But anyways, the point of it was that like ambition you need ambition to be successful, right? But it's hard to be satisfied when you have ambition. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you have a certain level of ambition, you need it to get to a certain level of success. But if you have a certain kind of ambition, which you do, you'll never quite be satisfied in where you're at because you probably, but that's, that's that's depressing though, isn't it? Um, no, I mean, he's found, he's found balance now and he's said it's taken a while to get there, but like, you know, for he's he's like there is also a trajectory of the rocket that you do have to ride it out like that. But hopefully, when you get to a certain point, you know, where you feel like you've like, you know, gotten that momentum going, that you can actually just coast a little bit and like find balance as far as like family and being like I'm okay where I'm at and like taking time for yourself and and not and being satisfied with the level of su- of success that you have. But it's, there's certain kind of people that just can't. I know. I hope. I, like I, I, I hope that happens. Because um, the sickness in me was like, dude. Like after finishing this other book, the the sequel of Nine Shikras, I was like, all right, cool. I want to do this fucking album. I really like to do a one hour stand up special. Like, and then I'm like, God damn it, man. Um, we already have a movie coming out Thanksgiving. Yeah. Two books coming out next year. So the guy do five shows a week. Yeah. 
And it's like, when is enough enough or anything good enough? I don't know that answer. I think we're, as far as what that conversation, what I got from that conversation, I think right now we're on like the, the, what is it with the airplane? (laughs) The fucking runway. We're like, we need to like do all of that, go full speed to get enough momentum to get off the ground. And then we can just be cruising at 30,000. That's how I see it right now. You're on the wave. You need to do all the things. You need to work super hard. We need to do yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. right now um, because I think we're on like we're on a precipice, right? Right. But he, the guy asked him like, do you enjoy your successes? Like, are you able to? And he's like, now I am, you know, but he wasn't for a long time. Yeah. I, look, I, I only, you know this about me. I only celebrate things for one day and that's it one day and then you're back to work yes i don't i don't allow like like, anything else in um and then i'll look at like fucked up things for even like like today like for even more inspiration like i I looked up uh these brownstones by i went to nyu after ohio state uh i looked at these brownstones in the east village by where i used to live and just just on zillow see how much they were Mm -hmm. they were like fucking uh, like the starting price was five million dollars. By where? By by my my old dorm because I like that neighborhood. I, I took you back there in, in the NYU, village. Why you? Right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I thought you said yeah. UCLA. No, no, no. NYU. And uh, I t- I took you by that that neighborhood oh, in the village. Yeah. And that part of the village is fucking awesome. Where there's some sweet brownstones and like it's not as noisy. Yep, I love it. And it's great. And you can you're still walking distance. All that cool shit. And um. Because that's what we're doing the second half. Right. But I was looking at the, the fucking real estate and I was just <laughs> like, like, oh my God, dude. Five million dollars was, I mean, that's what that's what these were starting at, some of them. And I was like, shit. Uh, you know how much property taxes were? What? Property taxes on one of them. There was a place that I really liked that was just like, fuck, man. It was $7.5 million. And I was like, fuck off. Um like you know what property taxes are and shit like that? It's like thirty eight thousand dollars, it said. Really? Thirty eight grand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A year. A year. Damn it. So you're I mean you're, you're was really hoping. You've got to make like another salary just to mm-hmm. pay for, for fucking Well. Your property taxes in New York? Uh boy. It's insane. Look, all of it's possible. Um and that whole that whole fucking adage of it isn't it, you know. It's bullshit. Like it really is. Anything's possible. So I don't know. Like I'll look for fucked up shit like that and be like, all right, cool. I'm going to try to get through this day or try to do this or whatever. But uh, yeah, there's days where it just never seems good enough. Right. Which is, which is weird. Um, after all the shit that, 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 that have done across the board, it was just like, huh? You, you and Guy Fieri, right? Fieri. Fuck fucking guy fieri don't say one more bad thing about him he is my father now welcome to flavor town welcome to flavor town welcome to donkey sauce so was he was he cool was he was he no he's just like he's like that only like he's just like that he's like man they took that picture of me that flame shirt that you always see yeah yeah, so it was like a barbecue joint that was opening right and he was like dude i fuck and he says fuck a lot and really curse yeah he's like i fucking hate that shirt man god damn it he's like i cannot shake that picture he's like (laughs) he's like yeah man you know i 
whatever. I color my hair. I'm I am who I am, but I'm not like flame shirt guy. I'm not like he I don't got, know. He got in some trouble a few years ago with uh, it was like Applebee's or TGI Fridays. Uh, he had a menu with them. You know, like, okay. Uh, and, and then there was like some items that like it were in a grocery store that you could also heat up uh-huh. that were Guy Furies as well. Uh-huh. And it, somebody like a TMZ reporter asked him like, oh, yeah, how do you what do you think about the Fieri Alfredo or whatever it was? And he was like, oh, man, it tastes like shit. It tastes like shit. Um, and he was honest and it mm-hmm. was but they put the smack down on that, obviously. I'm sure. But he has so him, many but. restaurants like. They're not even anything that you would like connect to. He has a brand. It's more. It's in Vegas too, right? And he was like, "What is? What is he? Is it burgers?" It's just his brand is like Johnny Rockets type stuff, and he has a bunch of different ones. There's like sushi, barbecue. There's like all these, but they're very loud, very commercial, very dip it in a donkey sauce, put bacon on it. Yeah. Whatever the different restaurants are, they're not just one. Do you know what I mean? Like sure. he's a restaurant tour, and that he opens a bunch of different kinds with different investors and stuff. But he also like at home, like has a farm, eats farm to table, all organic. Where does he live? Winery, Where's he from? A little bit uh, north of San Francisco. Oh, so shit. like in wine country, he's oh, just okay. like living Fuck. the dream. Right, right, right. That's expensive. It's expensive. And another thing, I don't want to like talk too much about my dad, but since I'm introduced, reintroducing him to you guys, right. I need to talk about it. Go ahead. So his family home um, that he grew up in, in Santa Rosa or something, which is like around San Francisco, super expensive. He bought his family home from his parents. And he said um, that was like the level of success. Like anytime he thinks about like if things aren't going good or like he's, work, you know, like mm-hmm. tired of working or exactly how you're feeling. Like he looks at that house that like he was able to do that. And he's like, that's it. That's all you fucking want, right? Yeah. So they're in it, but he has bought the home so that they don't have to pay, and then he will have it forever. Do you know what I mean? So he bought it for his parents? He retired them? Yes. So gotcha. his parents are in his family home, and gotcha, he owns gotcha, gotcha. it. Okay. Um, That's cool. Yeah. And so, like, that, Fieri, man. that level is, like, the kinds of stuff that we talk about. Like, that's success. Like, being able to be, like... Thinking of only that, not the fucking yacht that you have. Not he has so much shit. He's like so fucking rich, right? Right. But to him, that is like the most, the thing that he was like fucking a. I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. If, if I can, and I love that. If I could retire my parents, I think that that's like one of the last things Our, on, the, yeah. on the on the on the bucket list. That's yeah. It. That's that's pretty much it at that point. Um, you know, to get there it takes a lot of work. So right, we'll see what happens. He has a wine. I mean, I don't know. I'm he's got a wine. Stop. He's got wine I'm too. Stop. My God, he's got, he's got wine. It's called Hunter and Ride. Um, Shit. If I could, look, I I've said this before. I, I'd love to fucking buy into uh, Wilmington Brewery Company. Yeah. I like to franchise that and open up my own mm-hmm. thing. Like that's how my, I just like I drink that beer all day. Um, and you know. Yeah, he said he keep realized profiting a, lot, off of it. a lot goes into it. So I think into he, what wine, 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 and also beer, like anything. You know, that it's, you... you know, it's funny you say that. So a, a buddy of mine, Tim, who was actually on the show, one of our earlier shows, and he was talking about opening up bars. I was talking to him about it afterwards, and he goes, uh, "Hey, man, just buy the beer from them wholesale." He goes, "Let them make it. Don't try and make yeah. it yourself." Absolutely. I was like, not. "I never would." 
Because at that point, I think you leave it to the masters. So you would do a tasting room, which is awesome. Yeah, you the leave guy, it to the masters, mm-hmm. and then you sell their their beer at this restaurant and, and call it a day. Yeah. Like, because I'm not I'm not foolish enough to think that like you can figure out all of that. Fuck no, <laughs> I'm not good enough at that shit. I, like, I would and never obviously even. Obviously, Fieri has all the people, and he kind of goes and feels the grapes and talks to them. But like. No, I, I, I yeah, know. Yeah, but, yeah. But, He's but not like making it. I listened to that Clayne uh, Crawford interview uh, today, too, because a bunch of people have been writing in about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I listened to a little bit of that. And he had a, a, a bit about like we were going back and forth about uh, people just saying, oh, man, I'd love to become an actor. Yeah. I think I'm just going to do that tomorrow. And you're oh, like, oh, my oh, God, come oh. on. Um, same with wine, beer, anything, any other profession. I think I'm going to start like, brewing beer. Yeah, I'm just like, going to, I'm just going to oh, hop in. Cause it's so no, easy. No, I can't do that. Like I cannot do it. And I see John over at Wilmington brewery and he's just wasting away. He, the guy probably weighs like 130 right now. And I love him. And I told him, I was like, dude, you were super thin. Yeah, well, he's in the, he's in the back making the beer all day. So it's, it's hot and he's making shit. And I was like, Dang. he goes, yeah, man, I'm making, I'm making the fucking beer all day for 10 hours a day. I was like shit you're right it's hot you know all of that those ingredients go in and it's you know fresh and hot and i was like fuck man yeah um <laughs> i told him i was like he's, he's gonna be like whitney houston in a couple of years you know so do we have questions from we do listen- okay we do so i what we have is we we have some weird questions that people wrote in but we also have like some other weird things that We've talked about on other shows that are interesting that I was like, wait, what? I didn't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, first one that got me and do you have your, do you have Google open? Can you pop that open? Yeah. All right. So we did, uh, the show about the documentaries about, uh, we talked about Biggie and Tupac. Right. And the last photo and all of that shit. Do you remember the last photo of Biggie and, uh, and Suge Knight in the car? Yes. Where he just kind of looks over at him like this. Biggie and Suge Knight? Yeah, Biggie. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Tupac, Tupac and yeah, Suge yeah, Knight yeah. are in the car. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy who was just like, yeah, you know, I fucking took the last picture. And that was the, the last picture of Tupac alive. And this is the one they, they use in the documentary. It's uh-huh. the one they use on every documentary. Pull that picture up right now. Okay. Because um, one of our listeners sent, sent that in. And they were like, hey, man, you've got the Tupac killing wrong. It's like. Something doesn't match. And he's like, I think the murder matches up, but I don't, something about this photo doesn't match up. That this was the last photo and where okay. this guy took this photo. So do you, do you have it? Is it full screen? Can you see inside the car? Yes. Great. Is there keys in the ignition? Um, it doesn't look like a big set of keys, but. It doesn't look like there's any keys in that ignition to me. And that's what, that's what he wrote in of like, hey, man, if you look closely at that, there's no keys in the ignition of that car. Okay. So when was that photo taken? Because the guy from the documentary and all the other shit claimed that he had pulled up next to Tupac right before, you know, two minutes before he got shot. Right. And said, hey, man, uh, I want to... Uh, you know, let me take a pick real quick. And he was just like, oh, shit. He, and he said Tupac recognized him. And uh, that was what that look was for. So this, that, that pause look that Tupac gives in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and should not, should nice looking forward. He claims was Tupac recognizing him. 
him as in the photographer. Right. And he was like, oh, cool. So he snapped the picture. And then afterwards, he was like, where are you guys going? He's like, oh, I'm going to this club. Um, and the club matched up to what the witnesses say. But when you see this picture, it just seems strange. One, that there's no keys in the car. Two, going back to that fight footage, when they're in the casino, they're each wearing different clothes. Yeah, didn't they say they changed, though? I, I, I guess. Um, you know, it was, was it immediately after? Was it yeah. not immediately after? Was it like... Yeah. I thought they said three hours after, but oh, I don't. I, but I don't after know. After the fight, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what the the exact timeline was. Um, but like seeing the there was no keys in this car, I was like, all right, how are you pulled up to somebody to light? Unless it's an optical illusion, where you know it's it's some fucking weird keychain that blends in with the the steering column. Right. But when I when one of our listeners sent that in and pointed that out, I was like, shit, I, yeah. I had no idea. Like That's I, I stared at the photo for like 20 minutes and I was like, all right, yeah. Where were they going? Yeah. And like, was it just a, you know, was it a photo from the past? Cause the guy said he knew him. Right. I, strange, strange. But, I, but again, <laughs> like, uh, we get things like that. Um, yeah. the, the, we, we've been getting, the, we've been getting a lot of stuff from the Las Vegas shooting and Jesse and I talked about it today. I, I think. I think this might either have to be a crossover episode or a Drinking Bros episode. Yeah. We'll call people and ask people their theories on this because we're getting a lot of that. And uh, I, some of it, I'm, uh, a lot of it I'm on board with mm-hmm. where I, I look at this case and it's still so bizarre to me that I would love to have a call-in show with that and get everybody's real opinions on this. Yeah, um, I think that would be the, the I think way so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to answer any of those Because you know how tonight. we... You know how we feel already or what we're thinking. So it's kind of like we can't keep going over like, hey, we don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think it would be best in a setting where it's it's a full hour, hour and a half sure. uh, call in show where we where you guys talk about what, what so your theory is. Us, and, and, yeah, and mine. you guys, if you want to talk about if you have any kind of theory, yeah, I'll, I'll put a wanna, post up about it. Yeah, I'll put a post up about it. And then uh, th- then I'll call you guys and Sweet. then we'll, we'll try to figure this out. Um, because there's there's a lot of crazy theories floating around, and uh, um, you know. I, but in this one, it's like, bring it on! Like I don't know, bring some, on the theories. Somebody like, sent me the FBI photo today of um, I saw that homeboy, you know, offed himself in the hotel room. So like, I got to see Gnarly. what 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 it was and what he looked Gnarly. like and all of that shit. Um, so it, yeah, it would be a really interesting show to do. And sure. we'll do it soon. Um, that way, it'll you know maybe it'll come out next week or something. Yeah, yeah. Try to do a crossover with this and maybe drinking bros or something. But uh, we've got a lot of those. Um, then we just got like a, a lot of like weird random questions. We've done those. We've done a couple of those weird surveys in the past. Remember when we did yeah. the one for the guy's job interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've done uh, the how well do you know your partner one? Yeah. Um. So some other people have just submitted questions on their own that they wanted okay. to know. Um, but I, they, they go to all three pages. So like, I really can't pe- peg it in as to when, like I'll just copy and paste it. Oh, okay. So I'll ask you, but some of them are weird. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this one, <laughs> this one was for you. So I'm just, I'm just going to let you answer it. 
If you die and find out that everyone gets to choose a 12 foot by 12 foot square to stay in alone for eternity without being able to influence or contact the living world, what 12 foot by 12 foot square would you choose? What? Yeah. What do you mean? What would you like to be in your 12, 12 foot by 12 foot square? I think I would choose a, like a, like a de- definitely like a nice, comfortable bed inside of what do you want to be inside of a domino's (laughs) a 12 foot by 12 foot domino's where somebody's just cooking pizzas for me what would i want in my 12 foot by 12 foot but if it's for eternity so you're there like so i could have like a kitchen yeah netflix okay but it would be like i could still get all the newest netflix yeah yeah you're in but you just can't leave the 12 foot. In eternity? Foot. Yeah, but you just can't leave the 12 foot by 12 foot s- space. So. so is it more like Hellboy then? I don't know. You, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, really all I need is like to be able to cook. To cook? Okay. But then it's like, where am I getting the groceries? This is such a weird question. No, you get the groceries. You just get endless groceries. Like, oh, you're now you're changing it. No, no, why not? Like, but nobody's going to enter. They just put it in your kitchen. Comfy bed comfy chair like i also need a chair beside the bed okay right netflix spin bike spin you so spin bike really so you still want to stay in shape i just want to it's just you in there move it's just you in there yeah but how uncomfortable like i don't even think i I can get like super fat on my own because it would be to me it's so uncomfortable this one's not even about looking this one came in after the jail episode so i think this is what it's from kind of like oh what would you want in your yeah if you're stuck in there if you can choose everything in your jail cell yeah comfy bed comfy chair netflix is a good one catching because if it keeps going If it keeps going, You're good. Yeah. I just saw a new Netflix documentary today. Which one? Last shot, long shot. Who was was what's that one about? It's about a guy that gets in, exonerated from. Um, he was wrongfully accused of murder, and his um, lawyer went through. He said he was at a Dodger game. There's no proof of him at the Dodger game, so he had to go through footage, footage. Like okay. all the footage to try and find his client somewhere in these like horrible seats in Dodger Stadium. Some kind of footage he had to go to. You know, there, there was there was uh, another story where they found somebody at a Dodgers game, a murderer. And um, they found the footage. Larry David was shooting an old Kirby enthusiasm. That's what it was. Boom. Yep. No And they shit. had him on the documentary and he was like, it was really- Larry David? Yeah. And he was like, it was really cool actually. He's like, I use it sometimes, you know, on dates to impress girls. I tell them I got somebody, <laughs> I got somebody off for murder. But it, the point that I don't, I, I'm not going to spoil, I guess. Yeah, Just don't watch spoil it. it. Long, long shot. Like, um, amazing. Amazing. That's really Wrongful funny. Full conviction and, and all of that story. But stuff like that. Oh my God, it pops up every day. I'm like, good to go. Right. Comfy bed, food. Yeah, yeah. What no. more do I need? Wine. Now you're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about you or same or? 
It's yeah. for me, so I guess forget it. Nobody yeah. wants to know what nobody uh, wants to know. They didn't ask me. They okay, asked, cool. They, they asked you the question. Sorry, sorry, Ross. I already said it was a twelve foot by twelve foot Domino's, and then with a bed in there. That's so. pretty sweet. That would be awesome. Because Domino's is always coming out with new stuff too, so they're always changing up their menu. Yeah, and the inside. Yeah, those so commercials like you'll now, be so, good to yeah. go. <laughs> uh, that has another one for you. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's home, Jesse? In someone else's home? Yeah, I know what I've, the weirdest thing I've ever seen in somebody else's home. Go. It's in your mom's house. It's a painting of you and your brothers. and, and uh, So it wasn't the wall of death there that like no, got you? No, it was... Uh, that wasn't the weirdest? It's definitely this one painting. Next time I'm there, I'm going to take a picture of this painting and post it. Because I've never seen a painting... More creepy than this one of of you and your brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I guess, my answer <laughs> is like I've never seen anything weirder than what I've seen in my own, <laughs> in your own home growing up. Place, so yeah. like to me, like everyone else's place is just like, oh my god, so normal. <laughs> like my mom had a wall of death. She was a veterinarian. Yeah veterinarian assistant so she had in formaldehyde in jars aborted kittens dogs squirrel hides ah, jesus whale yeah. eyeballs yeah. okay so mm, did i see anything weird in somebody else's house uh no okay no not more than my own okay not more than my own i can't say that i have um all right all right, well, uh, the next one is for both of us. Uh, this is from that nostalgia episode because you kept talking about how nostalgic you always are. Sorry about it. I'm not what is sorry. what is something in in twenty years that you think you'll be nostalgic about from now? From now, mm-hmm. I think mine's like m- mine is mine's blockbuster. I think still that you're nostalgic about now. I mean uh, now. And you're still going to be 20 years. I think it's going to be just humans working places. Uh, Today, there was like an article there. They're testing out an all robot Shake Shack in New York. So it's going to be the first all robot Shake Shack. The only humans that are going to work there are the ones that are going to be helping you type your order in and scanning your card just to make sure like there's no tech glitches and that you, you know, you get the orders you want. But it's going to be all robots working in the Shake Shack, and it's going to be in New York, and that's the first one. I guess that's a good one. Um, I'll be nostalgic for the days when I would like shop in a grocery store, and there was other people shopping for themselves. So like, and it's already not even that way now. Right. So I go to the grocery store like every day for something, like something I've missed or whatever. And Jax likes to go and it's just whatever. It breaks up your day. Sure. Stop for something. Yeah. And it used to be like other moms with their kids or other people shopping for stuff. And now when I go, it's the majority of the people there are the employees with these big carts of paper bags on them. So they're they're filling orders for people that have ordered Online, online. Yeah. And they're kind of these like big carts in the aisles, and it's it's way less like real shoppers with um, grocery carts like shopping for themselves. Yeah. And um, 
I think there's going to be a time probably when it's just like me and Jax walking among all of these people shopping. Yeah, I, I, and I'll, to, to that point, I think mine will be malls. Like, what am I going to be nostalgic about in 20 years? Malls. Mm-hmm, going in. Yep. All, they're all going to be shuttered. Yep. Uh, mine, the ones back home, everywhere. There is no cars in the parking lots of malls anymore. Mm-hmm. We're here just like, fuck. And that was where you, you went to hang out, to buy all your shit. You could try oh, yeah. it on in the store. You could, you know, because now you get something like, and, and I know, fuck, I, I talk a lot of shit about like the sponsors and things, how much I love them. But you take a, like a shirt like, uh, like Led by Iron and their, their T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It fits so well. That is so rare. So it's like, you know, you order T-shirts all the time online. Mm-hmm. They don't fit well. They fit like shit. Yeah. Um, and you have to send them back. So you have to send them back and then, what, reorder from other places and then hope they... That's why I get in, like, grooves of companies, like, where, you know, that I like clothing-wise. Because I know it's going to fit the same. It's going to be the same size and shit. Yeah. And I know pretty much you have to buy everything online. So it's, like, great. Uh, at least I know these companies. And I don't, I don't stray that far from these companies anymore to go to try yeah. other shit. Whereas before in malls, if I saw something cool by somebody else... I didn't give a shit who it was. If I could try it on and it fit and I could rock it, I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm down. But now it's like, fuck, I, I have a feeling that that will, be, that will be my next big one where I'm like, fuck, I'll miss going to malls. Blockbuster was the old one. Uh, I will definitely miss going to malls. I'm going to miss movie theaters. I'm going to miss. You think they'll be gone? I, I'm leaning that way. 20 years? Yeah. So they said 10 yeah. or 20? I'm leaning 20. 20, yeah. I'm leaning yeah. that way. It'll be like drive-ins. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm leaning that way as well. Like I don't, boy, with, with, with the shit they're putting out and, uh, you know, and again, I, I went and saw it. Um, we talked about it a few shows back. I went and saw it, but like we were the only one, it was the only three of us in there. Yeah. I was like, shit, man. Mm-hmm. And it still wasn't as comfortable as my I buddy's was... house when I was just like. And that sucks. Like I used to, well, I, dude. I used to go to movies every single weekend in LA. I didn't miss anything. Did. A lot of people. Did. I didn't miss any movies. I was talking to um, girls at my um, book club again. Don't be jealous about how fucking cool I am. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your book like, club, just absolutely. Stop. But someone said that they had like a card that it was nine ninety nine a month, and you get like unlimited movies at like these certain movie theaters in town. Nine ninety nine a month per person, right? Um, but I think they're banking on you getting concessions, right? And they're they like, we just fill our bags at Dollar General, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, that's it, that's why. And I don't want to be like, I'm part of it because I'm not in any of those movies. But it is like, you understand that that's why the movie theaters are going to close is because you don't want to pay for concessions so w- one of the investors in netflix is in- invested in this thing you're talking about this unlimited movie mm-hmm. movies for ten dollars or whatever 9.99 yeah. yeah you you know essentially like you, you get a card it's like having a subscription you go in and you know swipe it at the yeah. counter uh and then you get to see all the movies but yes they're the the theaters in order to stay open need you the concessions to get concessions yeah. and i know they're expensive but if you're paying 9.99 like get the popcorn and ca- get something theater owners by the way get something crazy of like 20 percent of the box office or 30 percent. that's it 
Um, the rest of it is concessions. That's how they make all their money. Yeah. So if you if you don't, I think it's a little known thing. Like I think people that don't aren't in the industry are just like, oh, they must be making so much from these yeah, movies. Yeah, it's not that. And it really is. Promise you concessions yeah the because th- the theaters are owned separately than the movie studios and they themselves. have to pay a certain amount right to get the to get movies. the movies yeah so they're paying and then if people go to it they'll get a like percentage yeah but and, and, mainly... and they have they have people for these chains who guess movies so if you ever if you ever go to like your favorite theater and they're not showing the movie mm-hmm. that you wanted to see out that weekend but it's at that other theater across town mm-hmm. um there is somebody there's there's this big thing in vegas where they go uh, once a year and meet and uh, and they talk about the movies that they're going to pick to come and screen mm. there. Some like look, some are no brainers, you know. And they're trying to look, they're yeah. trying to make even more no brainers like Spider Man and yeah. fucking bullshit like that. But others aren't. Where it's just like, all right, great. Do we take this movie or do we not take this movie? Um, and then, anyways, uh, and then buy, but yeah, but the theaters concessions. Ugh, but the theaters. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think I think they. I think there's a good shot that those are gone as well. Yeah. I think there's a really good shot. Mm. The stocks for them are all down, so yes, that's that's never, never a good. What else you got? There's only one more left. Let's there's only do one it. More left Let's today. do it. Um, uh, what is the least sexy name that uh, that you could possibly have? As a guy or a girl? As a guy and a girl. So they asked us both this question. Um, for a girl, I think it's Linda. Linda. <laughs> why linda i don't is that sexy to you eh, i could get around to linda you know like i'm not i'm not like oh, you know what man. i'm getting this from i saw this like whatever show that someone named their baby linda really so like Linda's can not you a, think Linda's of a, ba- not a baby name yeah like linda yeah this for one, your baby that's, that's not a baby name. that's the only reason why that came in um so the least sexy guy name Boy, I, there's a lot of them. Um, Dale's one of them to me. Yeah, but we know an awesome Dale. Uh, I know, but it's t- like still, it's it's tough. Like I know, I know some unawesome Dales as well. All right. Um, man, I I mean, you can go down the route of like like those old names, you know, like that. I, I told you my middle name was was almost going to be Hamlin. H A M. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that's a family mine name. Was and gonna I was like, be, that sucks. Mine was gonna be Lark. Lark, like Lark Voorhees. I guess she played. She was Lisa Turtle on. Um, oh no! It was just whatever. It was the name my mom liked. Lark. I like Lark. Me too. My dad said it sounded like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I guess back in the day. Give me a pack of Larks. Yeah, I'll take a pack of Larks unfiltered. <laughs> um so that would have been me um unsexy, unsexy lark wiseman unsexy lark blue blue lark blue all right um yeah i don't know yeah, i don't know I bernie's another one for me i don't want to like say Ber- because bernard, like bernard is is definitely i don't want to say one and have it bernard be like De- i know it's somebody's listening. name somebody's name it's weird because uh, growing up ross wasn't popular at all so like, I was gonna say Ross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you You're can welcome. get listen. I can get around a Ross. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can, get a, I can, I can, I can work, get work around, around a Ross. For a girl, I can't get around a Bertha. Bertha, I no. no. I can't. Uh, I can't get around a uh, and, and Lena. I have a really hard time oh. with because Lena Dunham. Bella. Bella. Uh, 
Mm-mm. I don't play. I don't. Bella of play. course, I'm sure it's sexy, but for me, I don't love a... I, there's all these little girls popping up with the name Bella. Well, there's that supermodel, Bella Hadid. There's all of them. Yeah. There's all kinds. Yeah. I'm not into it. Bella, to me, was always the tattoo that, that every girl got in, in Panama City. That was just like, oh, it's, a, it's Italian for a princess or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> they would always get God. like Bella tattooed on them. Um, you'd, have, you'd have to look up the name of that, but uh, what that means in Italian. Bella? Bella, yeah. And they got it in Panama City? Uh, everybody it would get it. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, fuck. That's, that's why every girl got that goddamn thing. Um, you know who right. else got it was uh, Casey Anthony. Ugh. Remember when after she killed her kid, she got uh, her life was beautiful, her life is beautiful and fucking Italian. Oh, Casey, I don't love, and Anthony, I don't like. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. Anthony, though, you can flip around to Tony. See her right there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's oh. true. Hey, oh, oh, oh. I got a goose in the douche. Yeah. You got a little goose in the douche. Yeah. And if you are playing that drinking game at home, uh, now would be the time to really <laughs> to start firing really them down. Start taking shots. Jeez, Listen, Jesse just went on a. Fucking... I don't think any names are unsexy. It's just the person. Yeah, it's just the person. Uh, I can work around answer. a Linda. Yeah, boy. I can work around. I can work around a Linda. Oh, a boy. Bertha, you can't work around. Uh, this <laughs> is my wife, Bertha. Bertha. B. What would you call her? B. This is my wife, B. Like, what would you? Bert. Bert, yeah, that'd be almost better, huh? <laughs> B dog, yeah, Bert, yeah, Bertha, yeah, that, I, I, that one I've, I've never been able to get around. Never been able to get around. All right, uh, that brings us to the revolutionary figure of the day. The revolutionary figure of the day is George Crumb. George <laughs> Crumb, uh, do you know who that is? No, but right there. That very unsexy. <laughs> okay, so boom, you found it. I'm looking at his picture. He's a sexy dude. Ooh, uh, hey. In 1853, mm. a Native American, African-American chef at the Moon Lake Lodge Resort in Saratoga Springs, New York, uh, he made the fa- first potato chip. Oh, uh, uh, I like what you did there. That was for Mr. Piper sending those, those uh, potato Thanks, chips. Man. That was a lot of shit. That we was fucking awesome. That was those awesome. chips are incredible. Um, and yeah, fuck. Thanks for everybody sending shit into the P.O. box. Yeah. It's always awesome, like weird, cool shit from around the world. And it's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, and again, our, if you want to send something else in, our, our P.O. box is uh, 3793 Wilmington, North Carolina, 28406. I just like we always peop- talk about it on the air. I just like people sharing their... Life. Like everyone shares like... Salsa from their town or chips. like chips that they love. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just like it. it. Makes me feel like I'm getting to know you guys. Yeah. And, and, and it's you're awesome. Get, it also feels like you're getting to know weird parts of, of the United States that you're like, all right, cool. Because everybody's got their own like cool thing weird in their town thing, or, yeah. uh, that they like. Um, and then they do. And like, dude, we're big foodies. So like shit, all of that stuff, like chips and salsa right. and the beers and we're all more, of it. We love we're it. We're more eaters. But we love it. Yeah. Well. We're more eaters than foodies. Um, I, I consider myself. Oh, uh, do you? Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, I do, James. So your illegitimate dad is Bourdain now. Oh, God. And my illegitimate is Fieri. You guys. No. I love him. 
No, I, I love them. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here, okay? Bourdain, I just like doing the voice. I'm mean, Anthony. Mm. I need a Mel back. Mel back. I need a fucking Mel back. But I don't. He's not. Uh, he's not my jam in real life. Where it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, none of those guys on the Food Channel. They're all pretty fucking boring to me. True. Um, I didn't know that Flayde though does does fantasy football. So maybe maybe like in real life, I'd probably be able to hang out with him Flay. and have a conversation, Bobby Flay. But Prune, that's yeah. hound extraordinaire. Dunair. Yeah, yeah. But I bet you, I bet you, Fieri <laughs> out's a blast. I bet she's a fun guy. I, he is. Yeah, I bet he's a fun guy. I think he is exactly what he is. You guys. Right. That's I, that's look. what I took away is that like it's not really an act. It's just like that's just him. That's just the shit fucking, that he yeah. likes, and then he's a and super hardworking, like you know, I don't know, good dude, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, hey, th- this was a this was a fun show. I hope we answered all of your shit um, <laughs> correctly. Sure. And if we didn't, blame, there's no wrong answers. Yeah. Blame Jabe's. Blame Jabe's. Yeah. You know, I answered wrong. But uh, no, I mean, th- thanks for sending everything into the show. Thanks for paying attention to the show because a lot of these questions were regarding the last shows. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Flavortown. We're going to Flavortown. <laughs> Good night. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.